Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Hello, mate. Hello, how are you? I think after the the year of 2020, we've got to come out the stocks like charging, haven't we? Yes. We've just got to go. Yeah, exactly. And also, do you know what? We've got to remember to keep asking people how they are as well. And really, you know, really asking them, not just accepting, yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine, which so many of us do um, when we don't want to talk about what's actually going on. How are you? It's, a, it's, it's difficult. We've got stuff going on at home um, with Axel. And actually, it's been going on for, well, actually, since we went into lockdown in March. So, you know, coming up to a year. And it sounds so, you know, random, but it's to do with going to the toilet. Um, he, we've noticed that when he's anxious about something, um, he thinks he needs to go for a wee all the time so he was he gets really upset and he said I've got too many wees in there I've got too many wees in there and um and usually it's to do with something so at the beginning of lockdown it was obviously because his whole world had been flipped upside down and we're probably talking about death and all sorts of stuff around him and not realizing what he's picking up um but just before Christmas he one of the children in his school left the school and he was really upset and kept saying, I don't want to leave the school. I don't want to move. And I think James and I had maybe been discussing like moving. Um, not that we're going to move house, but just obviously James's job, you do yeah, move around yeah, and yeah. stuff. And we'd kind of, we must've been, there must've been a mention of it. Um, and he's obviously picked up on that and thought, mm. oh, I'm going to be moving and I'm going to move school and I'm going to leave all my friends, which is what happened to him when we first went into lockdown. He left that school on the Friday and never went yeah. back again. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think, you know, as long as much as we talk about our own mental health on here, we don't actually talk about our children's mental health, um, mm. which will have been affected this year. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, we, I think we just need to be aware of it and like look out for the signs and stuff and comfort them and support them as much mm. as we can. Yeah, I hear you. And I'm sorry that Axel's going through that. I think um, mm. sometimes it's an underlying like UTI that keeps kicking back in. Other times, yeah. you know, it, th- th- their body does strange things when they're feeling stressed out and we I think 
I don't know if you're anything like we are, you know, if something's going on with them, we're like, oh, come on, get up, get on with it, you know, just just brush it off, just go. Sometimes they need a little bit more attention than that. Um, yeah. I was actually saying that to Dozer that Luna is a bit um, jumpy at the moment and yeah. is a bit frightened, you know, like there'll be a bang and she jumps or someone will say something and she thinks that we're getting cross with her and so she bursts into tears and she's like, it's not my fault, it's not my fault. So I definitely think that they go through different phases of being concerned about it. Um, yeah. we, we spoke before, didn't we, about the worry dolls and how amazing they've been in our house. Yes. Most nights she kind of says, you know, what she's worried about and then we put the worry dolls under her pillow. So if your kids are going through any of this, there's definitely some techniques to help them out with it. Um, yeah. And I guess it kind of leads us on nicely to the conversation for today's Q&A because we're not talking about kids' mental health, but we're talking about maternal mental health, um, yes. which is kind of following on from our conversation with Frankie earlier on in the week. We wanted to have a discussion around that and just finding out how you guys are. Yes, exactly. So let's kick off. So this is from Pam. Um, advice for mental health in pregnancy, very anxious and feel alone. Um, do you want to kick us off, G? Yeah, um, I think this, I mean, the last year, a lot of women um, during pregnancy and just after having a baby have felt quite alone. Uh, you know, the groups that you would have gone to before, the you know, seeing your mates and sharing the news and having baby showers and all that kind of stuff was taken away mm. from us. Um, and so absolutely so many people will feel like this. Mm. I also think when you're pregnant you can you can isolate yourself a little yep. bit if you're feeling rotten um especially if you don't want to tell anybody or you're not used to being that way you know like mm. if you're used to being up and energetic and um you know wanting to do stuff and being the life and soul when you're pregnant it can be a huge adjustment to admit sort of defeat I guess and say you know say to people listen I just don't feel like doing that and in turn you isolate yourself um so I think the way to not feel isolated is to just tell people how you feel um and tell people what you you know tell say you know say to your friends you know I just want to have a coffee or I just want to have a chat on the phone can we just you know have a chat on you know just have a chat sit down with a cup of coffee in the park or whatever and just do something a bit like slower and calmer I guess Mm. because that's okay people do understand um, and people don't expect you to be how you are when you're not pregnant Mm. Yes, really good advice. I completely agree with everything that George has just said. I think we're sort of prone um, to not really sharing how we're really feeling. Like to actually show your ultimate vulnerability to somebody, to our friends, it's quite a hard thing to do. And and actually, weirdly, by nature, it's not something that we want to do because we want to protect and we want to kind of deal with it ourselves. But the only way to kind of get through that, to feel better and not so alone is by sharing how you are truly feeling and that takes a lot of strength to be able to pick the phone up to your best mate and say you need to help me I need this is an SOS I've done it many times in my life where I've actually you know I'm always the person that people come to 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 share their problems with but when it comes the other way around I always go yeah yeah no all good all good until it gets to the point where I'm on the verge of a breakdown and then I'm like red flag, red flag, red flag. Can someone come and help me please? So before it gets to that point, I would just be very open and honest to the people that love you and that you love and tell them what you need. Tell them what you need. And also 
be you know be comfortable with yourself because sometimes we're our own worst enemies aren't we that we expect so much of ourselves and you've grown a human (laughs) you need to give yourself a break and you know understand that you won't feel how you normally do and it's absolutely fine to be like that agreed um right next question top tips to stop worrying uh i'm a worrier too oh my gosh do you know what i used to be such a worrier I used to be such a worrier and now I'm not so much of a worrier. Mm. Um, and I'm trying to think of how, what that was that, that switched. Um, and weirdly, I think it's after I've had children, mm-hmm. um, it switched. And now I'm not such a worrier because probably the things I used to worry about are not important to me anymore. Mm. Um, mm. So now I focus on the things that are important, but Equally, with responsibility comes pressure (laughs) and worrying about everything is such a natural feeling. Um, Mm. But yeah, top top tips. tips Let's talk about tips. Top tips, I think, are writing stuff down. I think firstly, if you can have a pen and paper by your bed or if you do it on your phone, although I don't recommend having a phone near the bed because I think that makes it even worse. Yeah, definitely And I would write down, get lists going that is like your active working list, things that you can control and things that you can't control. Like, for example, um, I've been really worried um, at the back end of last year, I was really worried about finances. You know, we had bills coming out of our ears left, right and centre. You know, how can we afford to do that? Can we get through that part? And it was like, these are the things, this is what I I know is coming in. These are the things that I can pay off. And these are the things that I'll be making payment plans on and suddenly that worry was like lifted a little bit yeah. so I was like, I've got a plan I've got a structure I think it's when we bury our head yeah. you know what the worst thing is is waking in the night and having the whirring so you know oh I haven't done this and I haven't done that so make a list of all of those things that you're concerned about and worried about and then figure out which ones you can control which ones you can tick off because there's nothing better than getting a black pen and putting a big tick yes, next to something yes. that you've achieved exactly yes and then of course sharing your worries and your issues with your partner or with your parents or with your friends or whoever it is that you've got in your life so that they can also because like the other day I rung up my sister and I was like can you help me with this I have got a few days left now to decide on Luna's primary schools I need your help and she was like I'm on it and she helped me out with the Ofsted thing and you know she was reading out some of the primary schools and what people what the other parents have been saying and I was like yes this is great someone's helping me (laughs) yeah yeah well they say a problem shared is a problem halved and it really really is like really is it's such an old saying but it's so true um but I don't know sometimes do you worry about things that are never going to happen because that's what I used to do I used to worry about stuff that like it wasn't going to happen and I think I've tried to learn to like come like put those thoughts into a box of like okay cool they might happen but the likeliness of them happening are very very slim so like put them to the bottom of your worry list and tackle the things that are like that you can actually you know you can actually control yeah that that goes back to the things that you can can things you can't control definitely exactly yeah and also yeah. worrying about stuff that might never happen is a complete waste of energy. So if you can put yeah. it on, put it on that list, write it down so that it's out of your head, but realize yeah. that we cannot spend our life thinking about things that might never even come up. It's only those things that we can control that we can do something about that we can do something about. Absolutely. Nice. Um, do you one. feel nervous that once the Christmas hype is over, mental health will be overwhelming? 
I, I guess this happens every year and that's why they say January blues. Everyone gets the yep. January blues. Yes, I do think um, mental health can, you know, can take a bit of a dive after Christmas and when everything's been lovely and, um, you know, we've, we've been with family and we've, we've had something to focus on to then, you know, come out of it. But I think we have to, you know, we have to try and stay positive and we have to look after ourselves. Like in 2020, we learned so much about ourselves that we can, we never would have learned. So going into the, you know, going into 2021, we know so much more about ourselves. And I think, yeah, we've learned a lot. (laughs) We've been on a a life lesson, haven't we, G? We have, we really have. (laughs) Love that. So next question, ever felt like your mental health has taken such a battering that you won't get back to normal? Like time and time and time again. I mean, I've, I really, I have had a, I I think I will always have a battle with my mental health. Um, And I had it when I was a child. I actually saw a child psychiatrist when I was eight or nine years old because I was really struggling with my emotions It'll be yeah. interesting to see if it happens with our kids as well, actually, because I yeah. I was a very intense child. <laughs> go figure. I was a very intense <laughs> child. And I, you know, was very competitive, very sporty, very like outgoing. But I used to suffer these massive crashes where, yeah. you know, I would throw complete tantrums. I would be unable to control the explosions. And actually yeah. that has, you know, and actually I, I got quite a big reset after spending a bit of time talking to this lady when I was nine. She was lovely. Um and then when I went through all my eating problems in my 20s, obviously my mental health was all over the place at that point. Um, and I definitely have had battles with like relationship problems, obviously eating issues, you know, um, going through the menopause, losing my father. Like there have been peaks and troughs that have been fairly monumental. I would say generally day to day, I'm a pretty stable person. But when the crashes come, I go really yeah. low. Um, but I just, I have the tools now to be able to pick myself up from spending so much time in, you know, after I lost my dad, I was two years in therapy and that teaches you a lot on how to cope. If I can cope with losing my dad, I can cope with anything else. So I feel like I've got the the mechanics are in place now. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Do you know what? We obviously talk about mental health a lot and it isn't something that I suffer with. Um, I've always been quite you know level I guess and don't get me wrong you know sometimes I have bad days and stuff of course like we all do um but it isn't something that I like really suffer with and I think the more we've the more we talk about it the more I learn actually and Mm. I I'm more sort of empathetic towards people um because I probably didn't understand a lot of stuff before. Like I really didn't understand. One of my best friends had postnatal depression and we were only like 22 at the time. And I just had no understanding of it at all. Mm. Um, Because it's something, you know, I I haven't, I haven't really suffered with my mental health. Um, But so many people do. And so, yeah, I think even if you don't, you know, you don't suffer, maybe, you know, you're like me, you don't, you don't really have a battle with it. It is something that we should, we do have to keep talking about though, because yes. that, that is, 
that's the reason why you know we're all getting so much better at understanding what other people are going through but also if anything does ever come up because you know I'm not under the illusion that it's going to be like this forever like it, yeah. it might not be I don't know yeah. what's what, what's going to come at me I definitely feel like I know I would know what to do mm. now so yeah. yeah yeah and it's really nice to hear both sides of it actually because you know, we can still have the conversations around it, even though Georgia and I have very different experiences with our mental health. Yeah. So yeah, and you might sit, you might sit on all levels of the of the scale because there, you know, yes, there are so exactly. many different levels to it. But yeah, like Georgia said, we just got to keep talking about it. So we'll be back right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back. Now, where were we? Has COVID had an impact on your relationship with your husbands? (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I would love to go back (laughs) through all of the podcasts during COVID and put like... A, you know like a reel together of yeah. all of the things that we said about our husbands because I mean it's been a roller coaster like a proper yeah. roller coaster one week they're all right the next week they're like the worst person in the world quite often as well we will have recorded this podcast like and two minutes before we would have been having a row with our husbands so we'd literally come into this podcast fresh off the back of an argument (laughs) off the battlefield (laughs) yeah exactly and normally that doesn't happen because we'll have traveled into you know into London and gone into the studio and had a bit of time to calm down it's so true (laughs) but yeah this year that hasn't happened and you know what it's probably been quite good it's been like it's quite been quite therapeutic to talk about um the ups and downs of a relationship when you're stuck at home oh my god thank I just want to say thanks to Georgia because when she says that most of the time it's me either crying having to wipe away the tears or Georgia saying oh Judgy James he's been an absolute dick but she's more angry and I'm more cryy that's how I was it normally works yeah Chloe's usually more upset about it and I'm usually <laughs> like he needs to get out <laughs> do you know what though it has highlighted what a pain in the ass I can be sometimes like I've got this really irritating habit where if somebody's not okay or like if if Dozza just is having you know a quiet moment I'm like you okay and he's like yeah I'm fine and then five minutes later I'll go 
no, but are you okay? And he'll be like, I'm fucking fine. Please leave me alone. And then we have this massive row. So I'm like, I'm only asking you if you're okay. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dragon when it comes to stuff like that. Because I have to, I like want to probe and make sure that they're okay. And he's like, no, just but don't I think, ask me. Yeah, but so it's like you you want everyone to be okay. And that's that's a, not, that's a lovely trait to have. Like you know, want everyone but... to be happy and you want everyone to be okay. Um, I do the same with James, but then I just get cross with him and I'm like, oh, you're just so moody. You're so yeah, moody. And then you walk away and then you can do it. And he's it. like, what? Can't I just have an off day? No, you can't. Yes, that's not what under this says. roof. No, you're not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How to help. A husband who is struggling but won't recognize it. Mm. Gosh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I this, can empathize with this one. Yeah, so can I. I. I can. I definitely can. I think, you know, not to be stereotypical, but men are not as good at sharing how they feel as women are um, mm. on the whole. Um, and also, I think they sometimes find it more difficult to. To, to admit that they're struggling, I think it's almost not in a lot of their makeups to to sort of admit that. And yep. all this stuff, that, you know, growing up, boys don't cry and, you know, all that, all those sayings that they probably had said to them like a million times when they were growing up, which we wouldn't say to our kids now, um, will have had an impact on that. Um, I know James, well, it was before we were married, actually, he were like was having a really bad time um at football and I remember him phoning me and saying I just I'm in the car and I'm driving and I just want to keep driving and not stop and I was just and I knew I knew he he like wasn't himself and he wasn't right but we were like 23 24 at the time and like I said I hadn't had any experience of this myself he hadn't really told me what he was going through like Mm -hmm. how he was feeling or anything um and then that moment I you know I like thought right okay this is not good this is serious bad Mm -hmm. yeah it's serious and actually since then I am a lot better at listening to him and encouraging him to talk and sort of saying that it's okay to talk and even if like what you know what he's saying is not actually what's going on I think sometimes he finds that difficult to like do you know what I mean you you, sometimes you need an outsider to put things into perspective and I think it's hard for you know a lot of men to even talk about what they're feeling and what they're going through. So yep. I just know I have to be there a lot more for him um, than maybe I would someone else. I yep. have to really get it out of him. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah, I think in short, I mean, I know that you're looking for advice and for help. Um, yeah. I think it's very tricky to give advice because we don't know your husband, but I think yeah. because people deal with it, you know, some people are very open. Some men are very open to, you know, getting help and going to speak to somebody. I mean, um, both of our husbands are in, were in professional sports, are in professional sport, and they get a lot of coaching you know, how to deal with mentally on and off the pitch during their kind of sporting lives. It's uh, it's yeah. afterwards when they don't necessarily get that attention that they need. Um, yeah. So I, I can only say that for me, it's about, like Georgia said, it's about checking in on Doz, making sure that he is actually okay, but without going, are you okay? Are you okay? Because we know he hates that. More like, <laughs> you know, how are you feeling? You know, is there anything that you want to talk about? Um, is it anything that I can do to help you? Um, you know, 
Um, there are some really great books. Um, there are some really great people to follow on Instagram, like The Naked Professor is a fantastic person for opening men up and allowing them to be vulnerable and to talk about their emotions and feelings. Um, Again, I know it's really difficult to be like, why don't you follow this guy on Instagram? Um, yeah. Because they're just not really that receptive to it. But it might help you on how to figure out what the language is yes. that he needs. Um, yes. So, yeah, do a little bit of research. But I think really it's about being somebody's rock. And I think that's yes. really hard if you might be having a low few days as well mm. to be like, oh, well, I'm constantly having to pick this person up. Um, yeah. But just know that Georgia and I know exactly what you're going through because we have also been through it with ours. Yes, we have. Exactly. Okay, Kirsty, how to cope with mental health in the first trimester? Nausea, crying, fatigue. Help! Oh, oh Kirsty, mate, it's the oh, worst. It, it really it is the worst. It's the pits. It's the it pits. It is the pits. It is the mm. pits. But one thing that I would say is tell somebody. Like, if you, you know, maybe you want to wait till 12 weeks to let everybody know that you're pregnant um, in your first trimester. But I do really think that telling someone that you're feeling nauseous, that you're feeling upset, yeah. that you're feeling tired does take that pressure off. Because I think it, it can be so much worse when we're trying to put this front on, yeah. that we're okay, that we're okay, that we're okay, because we don't want anybody to know what's actually going on yeah. um, and that we're pregnant. So I do think that's one thing that you can do to help, you know, whether it's just someone at work. So there's just someone fighting your corner at work who knows what's going on, who can pick something up for you if you're not there, who can, you know, someone's moaning that you've taken a day off, they can, you know, be there to fight your corner a little bit. And just yeah. knowing that they're there and they've got your back. Um, or a friend, uh, you know, if, if, if you get to go out and socialise, someone just knows how, you know, how you're feeling, why you didn't come or whatever. I do think telling, telling people um, how you feel. Agreed. I've been diagnosed with postnatal depression. I lost my dad at 35 weeks pregnant. How do I cope? Oh, my love. Yeah, that is from Amy. Amy, there is nothing worse than losing a parent like that. Um, yeah. And firstly, I would say I think it's really important that you go and speak to somebody. That would be my advice. Yes. I am a massive advocate for um, counselling, for um, you know, sharing the load and basically getting somebody to help you through this period because trying to do it on your own when you've got a new mm. baby and you've been diagnosed with postnatal depression – not an option yes. to do it on your own, my love, like absolutely no, not. So I think not. you've got to look after you and that first step, contact your GP. Obviously, you're probably in the system already if you've been diagnosed with that and you need to make sure that they are, you know, keep bashing that door down or get somebody else to bash the door down for you if you haven't yeah. got the strength to do it to make sure that they're they're giving you the resources that you need and it's probably going to be over Zoom. Um, yes. we, 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 depending on what your financial situation is, we Caroline Britton, I think, is an amazing person to speak to for healing. Um, if you get, if you want to deal or talk to her about grief and loss, she is fantastic. Uh, we did a podcast with her. But yeah, there are loads of bereavement counsellors that you can get on the NHS, loads of groups. Um, yeah. 
And also, um, Frankie Bridge touched on it in the podcast on Tuesday, um, that she continued to take her um, medication while she was pregnant because her and her GP felt like that was the best outcome for her, for both of them, for all of them. Um, So if, you know, you might have a GP who doesn't agree with that, then it is okay to go and, you know, get a second opinion um, if you really feel like you're struggling. Um, So, yeah, do go back and have a listen if you haven't listened to that one as well. And keep reaching out to us and just know that you're not on your own. We're here as well to help you to look after it. And if you ever want to talk about your dad to anybody, I completely understand. So I'm here. Before we go, it's time to do our products. Um, We're going to kick off the new year doing our five favourite products at the end of our Q&A episodes on a Friday. So, G, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, I'm going to kick us off. Um, if you have been listening to the podcast for the last, what, year, I say, um, you'll know that I've got into running again. <laughs> and um, I started with Couch to 5K. And then once I completed that, it was okay. But I sort of felt like I still needed that little bit of accountability and motivation. So I downloaded the Nike running app. Um, there's loads on there. So you can do like a short run, like by a time, you can pick a distance. But you can also have a running coach in your ear to like talk to you. Nice. And um, it's not always about like how fast you're going or, you know, how running uphill or anything like that. Sometimes it's just like take a minute, you know, to listen to your body. How are you feeling? And it does make you do it. Like it actually really does make you do it. And I do feel better sometimes after I've had those like guided runs. Um, so, yeah, definitely check that out. This for, you know, beginners to like proper, proper runners, which I am not. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> having a coach in your ear. I love that. It is. Yeah, it's good. Uh, um, along the same lines from running to running, um, I'm going to talk about my free train vest because I also, <sighs> I've yes. got into running in the last few months because my knees recovered finally. Um, and free train is, they do amazing kit for running, but basically this is a piece of equipment that you wear. You can put your phone in it. You, so you sort of, you put it on like a vest. It sits on the outside of your clothes, your running clothes, and then you can put your phone inside it. It's just a really great way of accessing your mobile whilst you're running. Um, I use the Strava app, which I love. So I can see all of my stats and stuff, but also I can change my music oh. if it's boring and everything else. Yeah, this piece of a kit is quite addictive, actually. Um, so yeah, it looks really good. I'm, I may invest in one of those. Another like fitness product, they're called Balabangles. Um, and they're like you sort of like ankle and wrist weights. Uh, I do most of the tra- most of my training like at home and when I go out running. And these are just like they look like a bracelet. Um, and you just put them on and they just add that little bit of extra resistance, especially if you're into like Pilates or bar. Right. Like I use them when if, if I do like a bar class, they're really good and they look nice. Um, so you can get those from like the Free People website. I think Sweaty Betty might do them as well. So nice. they are widely available. But yeah, really, really nice brand. Um, I wanted to jump on and talk about the Nubria supplements. As you guys know, if you listen to the podcast regularly, I'm basically a walking pill pot. Zoe um, rattles. <laughs> um, but Nubria are a company uh, that basically work on aiding your brain. So, you know, along the lines of mental health and stuff. Um, and they have various different products in the range. They've got the wellness bundle, which is focus, sleep and mood. But they've also got... Um, 
uh, a product called Charge, which basically gives you like a natural lift. So if you do wake up in the morning and you feel a bit tired, um, I take one of these pills and it just gives me a little bit of extra energy. Um, They're doing a deal at the minute. Um, they're doing like a wellness bundle and they've got a little sale on. So make sure you head on down there. Yeah, but I've been yeah. taking them for about a month now and I've really seen a difference. Amazing. So I sometimes have difficulty sleeping. Um, I don't yeah, I don't really know why. I haven't really got to the bottom of why. But um, I found the this product called Space Masks um, and they've been proven to combat insomnia, which is like a big statement and if you look at the product you'd think how on earth does that happen it's literally like an eye mask that heats up um but my dad is terrible when it comes to falling asleep like really really bad like I see him see him messaging me at like 4am in the morning like all the time and I think what you know what is going on I gave one to him and basically you put it on it's got some um like essential oils in it and it heats up and it does make you drift off like oh, they're amazing I, I don't know why I don't know what it is but it really really does make you drift off and he couldn't believe it like he's gone like 50 years or something you know struggling with sleep and now he's like yeah he's completely sold on these space masks love so that definitely give him a if go. Billy likes them Billy Billy approved yeah they are great Billy- um listen thank you so much for listening to the podcast today it's really lovely to be back with you in 2021 we're very excited uh what a great start to it as well frankie followed by a lovely little mental health q a so thanks for sending in your questions as well Um, and as always we would love you to rate review and subscribe to the podcast and tell all your mates yes please do and keep your messages coming for any suggestions or even if you just want to have a chat just drop us a dm on instagram we are at made by mummers or on zoe's own channel especially for the sex chat at zoe hardman (laughs) and um, we'll see you on tuesday more sex chat for 2021 (laughs) see ya Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.